If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. Lulu, I can imagine like many economists in the industry, you must be uh, maybe challenged by sleepless nights, but I'm hoping you do get rest because when we take a look at the economic <laughs> climate in South Africa, it's really been a tough one. It uh, doesn't seem as though we've had much reprieve uh, since the pandemic. So maybe let's contextualize that so that we understand the environment within which National Treasury has to manage our national fiscus. Yeah, it's been exceptionally tough for consumers over the last two years. I mean, um, during COVID, it was tough, but um, I think we saw reprieves in the form of the interest rate uh, reductions, etc. So it gave us a little bit of breathing space. But then subsequently, you know, um, I would say from, from the beginning of 2021, and then in particular 2022, we've seen steep increases in fuel prices, We've seen steep increases in food prices. Um, we've seen interest rate increases, and it we yet to start or to starting any reduction in interest rates. Um, we've seen salary increases that have not necessarily kept pace with what was happening in the inflationary environment. We've seen job losses and uh, unemployment rates that have not been favourable. So you know it's. It's been a tough space to be a consumer. And, and over and above that, um, if we think back to, and now I'm giving away my age like a year, but, you know, around 2011 or so, mm-hmm. uh, we had a, a series of, and even before that, we had a series of tax reductions, um, well, announced before that uh, by government that actually gave the taxpayer, the personal income taxpayer in South Africa, quite a bit of space. And then subsequently, I would say from 2011 onwards, we've seen some increases in taxes. We've seen years where the brackets, uh, tax brackets have not been adjusted for inflation. So if you take all of that into account, it's a tough, it's a tough space out there. And you're absolutely right. I do get these senses or the the sense sometimes when I, when I just think, can we, can we please just get, catch a break here already can can things please just go in a different direction for us and for government as well um you know those of us that are lucky enough to have well-paying jobs that are fully employed etc um we're feeling the pressure but then you know if you look at the majority of south africans that are barely earning um the minimum wage also dependent on some of the services that government uh, needs to provide and you know, that, that money is also being tied. So um, money flowing from government in terms of government expenditure and grants, etc., has also been under pressure over the last couple of years. Mm. And I'm glad that you highlight this because it does speak to uh, the Laffer curve, right? Uh, a depiction of the, the, the increases, the more taxes you have and the increases that you implement. At some point, you, you become constrained. And many economists and peers in your industry have been saying that just might be where yeah. we are as South Africa, where we don't have too many options. In your observations, does the government have any wiggle room at the moment? moment to try to increase taxes uh, in order to boost revenues and which taxes could these potentially be? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, If you look at what has happened maybe with tax collections over the last couple of years, if you look at personal income taxes, yes, it's still by far the biggest contributor to our overall fiscus. But what, um, what Treasury have thought, for example, to Uh, to gain from tax increases and from allowing bracket creep, that has just not panned out. 
If you look at VAT, um, at VAT collections as well, it also shows you that the consumer is under pressure. So now you're asking yourself, if we increase personal income tax further, we're definitely not going to get the typical returns that one would expect. The same goes for VAT because that is based on expenditure. If people don't have money to spend, then uh, the returns will not come from there. So they have very few options. The Minister of Finance did say to us in, in October that they are looking at um, raising taxes, additional taxes in the in the range of around 15 million or 15 billion uh, rand. So we've looked at a couple of options. We honestly don't know what he will decide. It's but for example, if you if you look at a 0.5% VAT increase, that's almost um, equal to 15%. If you allow bracket creep, um, or that 15 billion, if you allow bracket creep, that could almost give you that. So he has he has a few options, but very few. And the question is, will it actually will it actually raise the taxes that he's looking for? Mm. And you mentioned such a valid point, right? Because it's one thing to focus on revenue and raising taxes, but you need a thriving economy. You need a workforce that is employed and earning well and businesses that are, you know, seeing uh, growing revenues in order to also contribute to the tax fiscus as well as the um, um, economic contribution and benefit for the employees. And I guess this brings up an argument, uh, Lulu, that you and your colleagues must also discuss quite quite vigorously the concerns about uh, the social grants and and a heightened concern that we are becoming a social state with a dwindling tax base and more people becoming dependent on the government that is of course a concern however i want to say that um you know in the situation that we are currently in um social grants and um looking at a basic income grant etc for a lot of South Africans, millions of South Africans, that is the only source of the income. Um, you know, so it, it would be really arrogant of me and of any other economist to say, oh, we, we, we can't continue to pay that. Mm. So what what I've been thinking of and what a lot of us have been discussing is how do we continue to provide that that little bit of um, of, an, of a net but that's what it needs to be. It needs to be a net to catch people and then to help them to get back into formal employment, to get back into a position where they are, oh, well, informal as well. It's not to say that you need formal employment. There's very, very good income that can come from informal employment, but um, employment that gives you a, a reasonable form of income. Mm. And um, and I think that's the challenge that a lot of us have when we talk, um, you know, expanded uh, grant systems, etc., is that we must just absolutely not get to a point where that is our focus and we think that that is the solution because it's not. It's a short-term and should be a short-term solution to get people to get back onto their feet again and we should be in a position where we create opportunities, um, economic opportunities, job opportunities, business opportunities for people where we have an economy where that is happening. So um, that that net doesn't continue to widen um, and I think that is that is just really finding that balance and making sure that that urgency is there that understanding is there to say this should be a temporary solution and it cannot continue to expand but I would be remiss to say at this point in time you know that anybody can say well we cannot afford that because we also cannot afford not having that in place because there are millions of South Africans where this is literally the only way that they are getting some food on their tables.
100%. I completely agree with you here, and it does open our eyes to understand the complexities within which uh, the society that we, we live in. But on, on that note, Lulu, I'm also keen to understand, I guess, as PwC, um, you, you obviously work with a myriad of clients and businesses in various sectors of the economy. Uh, I'm keen to understand as an economist, you know, where you might be seeing growth coming from at the moment. What, what are your forecasts, not only in terms of economic growth, but some of the other monetary uh, policy challenges and issues that we need to manage? Inflation and interest rates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think on the good news side, we do expect inflation to start to level out and the rate of growth to, to come down during the course of the year. It's maybe a little bit slower than what we hoped for and anticipated. At one point last year, I was really rooting for a rate, interest rate decrease by the end right. of the year. But then the closer we got to that, the more I realized the chances of that happening is very small. <laughs> so, you know, and then at one point we... We were hoping um, we were hoping the first first quarter of this year, but that also looks unlikely. So we're talking end of the second quarter, maybe the third quarter, where we might see some slow slow reductions in the interest rates. Um, as I said, inflation should start to stabilise. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that prices will not continue to rise. Unfortunately, they will, but I think the rate at which it's happening uh, will start to slow down. I think what I would love to see, actually, um, and that's not 100% answering your question, but what I was, I was really, and what what I really hope to see from uh, the budget speech next week is actually what's government's views to to reorientate the South African economy so that we are relevant in in the new world in in the new space that we are in mm. um i think there are massive opportunities if you look at renewable energy um the so-called green economy that could come from that um continued digitalization of the economy are we ready for that uh the gig economy how are we preparing our young people for that so that is that is the conversations that i'm hoping that we will see and then of course you know we are blessed with with very abundant mineral resources um, in the agricultural side as well, agro agro processing uh, and ag- agricultural food manufacturing, um, we should be focusing on that because people will never stop to eat. So yeah. um, that's that's also another area where I think we can do more. 100% food security is something we need to watch. Uh, to close off with very briefly, I'm glad you've given us this wonderful synopsis of South Africa's economy, key considerations for the budgets in terms of tax increases, and of course, even expanding on our, our fiscal positioning. But uh, I'm also keen to understand how we as consumers might need to position ourselves. I, I'm aware you're not a financial advisor, but I'm assuming that they're key yeah. nuances we need to be, be mindful of as individuals and entrepreneurs. Yeah, I think what we need to say to ourselves is that we we shouldn't expect too much from this budget. I think if there's tax changes, um, which there will be, it probably won't be that significant. Um, we shouldn't we shouldn't expect fireworks as consumers um, coming from the budget. I think what we should actually keep our eyes on is the longer term, um, over the next three to six months um, direction that things like food prices and fuel prices will take and eventually where interest rates will end up. But um, the bottom line is that, unfortunately, it's not going to become drastically different over the next couple of months. It will it will still be tough. So if you are in a position, and I know this is, this is not easy, but to consolidate debt, to mm. pay off debt faster, to look at your expensive debt, things that are not backed up by assets, 
um, things like credit card, et cetera, you know, other types of accounts, try and reduce those those expenditures and, and really see if you can't clamp down on that because that that is expensive at the moment. 100%. Lulu, such a pleasure speaking to you, ma'am. I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Can't wait to touch base with you again next week after the budget where there'll be a lot for us to analyze, of course. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.